0: Good afternoon, everyone. This is Baby Fleck Jr. reporting to you from Raider Radio, The Talk, through Huntley Community Radio. Today we have two guests with us. Emily and Dan are here. Hi, you guys. Hey. Hi, guys. Today we have a pretty exciting topic relating to Huntley High School, but first, a little follow-up on our previous topic about Microsoft no longer supporting Windows XP starting this April. If you didn't happen to hear our previous episode, we talked about how Microsoft will no longer be supporting Windows XP, the problems that may cause for you, and what you can do to fix that. From now on, you will start seeing reminders pop up on the 8th of every month from Microsoft telling you to update your computer. I was asked if this was a virus and the answer is no. If you see a message pop up on your Windows XP computer telling you to update it that is in fact a real message from Microsoft, and it is not a virus. Also tying into our last episode, Mrs. Barty was here last time, and she had asked what the computers were over at Huntley High School. At the time, we were still running Windows XP for just about everything except a few computers in the LRC. Since then, a major change has occurred over at Huntley High School. The teacher computers were replaced with new laptops. There are a few reasons behind this, and I was lucky enough to interview our principal, Mr. Rowe, about the situation. He had talked about why he chose this solution and what benefit we have. Here's the interview now. What is the goal with getting these new computers?
1: Well, the goal for the new computers really is to provide our teachers with um, an update in technology that was much needed as well as give them something in hand that allows them to be as mobile as they need to be. Our teachers are scheduled in more than one class period or more than one classroom throughout the day. And logging off and logging back in bogs down their startup time with the class. And, and we're trying to maximize everything, every minute we have uh, with our students. So when they come in, they can plug in and, and be ready to go. Additionally, with the uh, you know, with, with Blended becoming more part of our culture, you know, the teacher could be meeting a group of students in the library or the blended lounge or at one of the tables in the hallway, and have their information with them instead of a stack of papers. Uh, that might just be easier for them. That paired with the much-needed upgrade in uh, in quality. Can you explain uh, so if people don't know what blended is? Blended learning is um, is really is exa- exactly what what the name says. It's a blend between an online learning platform and the classroom. Uh, traditional classroom. So, on average, a student that's in a blended course may be required to attend class, you know, two days a week, and then have projects and assignments and and online learning that takes place the other three days of the week. But then have accessibility to that teacher on the days that the class doesn't technically meet. So, what sort of effect will this have on the teachers themselves? Well, I'm hoping that it's going to to allow the teachers to be as mobile as they need to to have access to their files, um, the online gradebook, wherever they go, so that they can meet their students where they need to and work wherever they need to in whatever is the most comfortable environment for them. If it's, if, you know, if it's from home and they have some things they want to work on from home, that could be done in a much easier, easier manner at home than it would be here at school. Or if it's on their plan period and they – can't stay in their classroom because another class is scheduled there. They can go to one of the teacher workspaces with their laptop and, and not have to go through the login process all over again and just have a, a better machine. Can you explain how exactly they'll be able to connect everything? Well, in each classroom, we'll have a docking station, and, and, and that docking station will be connected to the network so that all the laptops uh, will be hardwired directly to, uh, to the network, as well as the VGA cable connected to the LCD will connect with the power cord to the dock station. So a teacher will walk in, already logged in, already ready to go um, and connect the computer to the dock station, to open their screen, and it would be like they were already logged in and are ready to begin the class immediately. How did you guys come up with this plan? This really came from the teachers. Um, you know, at the, earlier in the year, this conversation, actually the conversation started with uh, Chris Budzinski and myself this summer. Chris Budzinski is our, our technology director for the district. Uh, and in coming to this position, this was something that ahead of one-to-one technology at the high school. This was something that that I was interested in, in, in talking about for our teachers. Um, and then one of the first activities that we did at the beginning of the year was to prioritize from a teacher's perspective everything they need To be able to maximize their potential as teachers. And and one of the things that that came up uh, was an upgraded technology that was mobile, and and laptops were specifically what the teachers asked for. So those conversations just kind of worked out that they were happening simultaneously. With the district support, we were able to make this happen, which is a really big deal for us. We're very excited. So I understand that we were using a virtual platform previously. What will happen to that? Well, you know, the virtual platform is not something that is as um, is, is, is wonderful as we thought it was a couple of years ago. It, it did not work out to be as supportive as we had hoped. This is putting a, a real life functioning computer in every teacher's hands that just allows them to, to be mobile with it. They'll be able to access their H drive and all the school functions from home. Uh, without having to go on virtual, which which can be challenging at times, so will this in any way affect the student use of the computers? The computers that are currently in the classrooms will repurpose those that are that are still uh, functioning at a, at a high enough level to be repurposed, and, and we'll be reusing them into the uh, some of the computer labs, giving them an update until we're able to then make that cycle come through and do something with the labs. Can you give us some details on the computers, like what? Well, it's a Spence. it's a uh, it's a Dell attitude, and they will be running off of uh, Windows uh, Windows Seven. I'm not exactly sure how much memory, but it's an increased amount of memory to operate with the teacher's needs. Have you guys put any thought into even using Windows Eight? Well, from my understanding, Windows Eight is is meant for a uh, keyboard touchscreen. Interchangeable is how it is designed to be used, and and we aren't able to to go that route in terms of the money spent for the volume of computers we have to buy. Um, so that's I think that was the driving force behind Windows 8. Because when Windows 8 is used on a computer that does not have an interactive touchscreen, it's not as um, as as functional as Windows 7 has been. From what I understand, I haven't I don't have experience using Windows 8. I'm stuck on Windows XP here. <laughs> Speaking of Windows XP, what will happen to the students' computers that are still running Windows XP? Well, I would anticipate that by the end of this school year, we'll shift everything to Windows 7. I'm having it put on my computer in the next week so I can get familiar with it, and then the teachers' new laptops obviously will all have it. But um, then the district wide will be going to Windows 7 sometime in the spring.
0: Do you happen to know
1: if the teachers at the other schools will be getting new laptops as well, or is this just starting at the high school? This is just starting at the high school. It's um, yeah, I, I'm not sure long-term plans. I know that um, Mr. Budzinski has a uh, an annual replacement cycle that he's developing, but our focus has been solely on the high school. Okay. Have you guys ever put any thought into maybe using Macs? Well, yes and no. Yes, just from maybe some personal success with using a Mac from some of our people that have been involved. Um, but we have, you know, as, a, as a district, we have been uh, PC and, and Dell people. And, and that's kind of above my pay grade, so to speak, in terms of knowing and making that decision. That's not something that I've been involved in. I don't know enough about it. Right. Well, I do understand that Macs can also get quite pricey. I think that has a lot to do with it.
0: As you heard, these laptops now run Windows 7, which is much newer than Windows XP. The computers have the standard 4 gigabytes of RAM, a 500 gigabyte hard drive, and an Intel Core i5 processor. These computers now allow for teachers to travel throughout the building without having to log out and back in to a computer when they switch classrooms. The teachers now all have what is called a docking station in the rooms. The docking stations are pretty cool. A docking station essentially has the laptop lock into place on it. When this happens, the laptop is automatically connected to the room's projector, keyboard and mouse, and anything else the laptop needs access to. This is helpful for speed and efficiency. When a teacher has to leave the room, they click a button on the docking station, which then removes it from the computer and automatically disconnects it from the other pieces. When they move to the next room, the entire process repeats, giving us a quick and easy way to switch between rooms. Again, I've got my two guests here in the studio. Do any of you have any thoughts, questions, or comments?
2: Okay, so when you're talking about the docking systems for the teachers' laptops, I thought it was so cool to like see it up front. I enjoy technology a lot, but I don't know a lot about it. So when they were first when they first got it, uh, one of my teachers was putting in her laptop and then trying to figure out how to take it out, and I was like messing it around with her. I I thought it was so cool. I'm I'm excited for them. I just hope that it goes quicker than the other computers.
0: Right? Were you able to help her get it out?
2: Yeah. Awesome. It's actually pretty simple. Right. What I didn't think it was going to be.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, there's actually a big blue button that lights up on it, which looks like the eject symbol that you would see on your computer, and when you press that down, it automatically pops off the computer.
2: Oh, okay, I didn't see that, but that, that's good to know.
1: So like a CD, uh, DVD player. When you want a DVD file, DVD come out, you hit the button.
0: That is the same symbol, but it doesn't pop out a CD, it pops out the entire computer.
1: Well, you ever... Have cover xbox or gaming system i
2: refuse <laughs> wait what's your problem with xbox like why why won't you talk about it
0: gaming isn't really my strong suit i don't have problems necessarily with gaming systems i've just really gotten into pc gaming if i game at all i'm not that big of a gamer so consoles aren't really necessary if i can just download the games i want on on like a steam Thing. Uh, it's not what it's called, but, you know, <laughs> on a program <laughs> called so Steam. Fun. Yeah. I'll, I'll just be able to play them um, on my computer rather than going down and sitting in front of a giant TV. Okay.
2: So what types of things do you plan on covering in the future?
0: Well, that sort of depends because technology is constantly changing. When they swap out stuff in the school district, I might, you know, talk about that briefly. And I might also talk about new and interesting things that are coming out. For example, iOS 7.1 just came out today.
2: Did it okay? I did. Now I have to go update my yes. devices. Oh, in really fact, I just did my know.
0: actually. I'm doing that right now.
1: Oh, my! I haven't had my iPod in a while, and it's still on 6.3. What kind of iPod is it? Uh, doing? fourth gen generation. So when I get it back, I'm gonna have to update everything.
0: Well, <laughs> the thing is, is, that generation of iPod actually doesn't have iOS 7 on it.
1: What's the highest it supports?
0: Um, I believe it's 6 point something isn't it it
2: where you can can update uh, iPod 5 and iPhones with all the updates
0: this might be a great topic for me to cover in a future episode Uh, so you can definitely tune in next time and I'll try to cover that as well
2: I'll be looking forward to it. Maybe I'll learn something new.
0: Maybe you'll get an iPhone. <laughs> no. That's all the time we have for today. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can find more information about technology at my website at ztechproductions.com. If you have any questions, you can send me an email at info at I will do my best to answer any of the questions you have. Tune in next time to Raider Radio, The Talk, and ZTech Talk.